Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Pack Season 10, Episode 6. This is the House of M, y'all. It's issue number 6. Brian Michael Fenness, Olivia Capel on pencils, Townsend on tracing. Uh, we got it down to the original two Marvel hacks tonight. On the line tonight, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. What's going on, people? New week, old medium. Yeah, for sure. And re-recording. Uh, you guys don't get to hear any of that stuff, but we do. Uh, also on the line tonight, yeah, it's uh, Brother Beavis. What's going on, man? Hey, y'all. Uh, everything that's old is new again, even that yes. show. Yeah, exactly. That joke is, uh, the record is new. You know, I try to mix it up for y'all when we have these types of things happen to try to throw you a different curveball. But, man, sometimes you just got to go with the originals. So, yeah, we're going to look at House of M, issue number six tonight. Uh, it's almost over, y'all. And we're recording back to back two weeks in a row. Maybe because we just almost finished with this book and this series and just want to get to the end of it. Um, because... It's been so-so. Let's just say it. Let's just be perfect on it. It's been kind of so-so as we go through. But I think tonight, as we get into the book later on, you're going to be like, wow, I never saw that before. So all of us saw Avengers Endgame, and I think you're going to see some parallels that maybe you didn't see when you read it the first time. But anyway, so to set the show, um, we're going to talk about Chadwick Boseman because obviously I think this is the podcast to obviously make that kind of, you know, to have that kind of conversation. And then we'll get into House of M. Uh, so, you know, I normally where we sit and we'll talk about, you know, for 15 to 20 minutes of the things that we've been watching over the COVID break and all of that. But we're kind of kind of jump into this Chadwick Boseman thing because, um, you know, Sandman, you sent a text out on Friday night, last Friday night. And, it, you know, just came out of the blue. And I, I can relate this story to y'all, whether I've told it or not or whatever. You know, I was in Puerto Rico however many years ago. And, you know, our friend Big Frank texted me. He was like, well, at least they're showing Michael Jackson videos, you know, and I'm like, again, out of the country. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, oh, no, Michael Jackson is dead. And I was like, wait, what? And so you text, you, wow. but you text out like something to the effect of like, man, I can't believe this or something like that. And so I hadn't yeah. any idea yeah, that's what, what you first, meant. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I saw it and I was just, I mean, I, it, it still yeah. seems yeah. unreal. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it on Facebook. Somebody posted it in a group I belong to, and I was like, "Oh no!" That I didn't even believe it at first. I was like, "That's just somebody's bad fucking joke," and I just. But I had a feeling like, "Well, let me check Twitter and see what's going on, and if anybody's mentioning it." Didn't see anything at first, but then I saw it. Uh, it popped up on the top of the of the list, and sure enough, yeah, it was true. I, that, three, four, five news sources just to started picking it up. And I was like, oh, man, it's true. Yeah. He had, he had passed away. And, yeah, literally, gut punch out of nowhere. I, did, I, and then I texted it hmm. to you guys because uh, I, I thought you, know, you guys probably already saw it. Yeah. No, not. Put it out there. And, yeah. Not me. I was definitely blissfully unaware of that particular situation. And then, I mean, and I was just... I, I mean, honestly, I was not in an emotional thing. I know Hutchins like, well, you know, should talk podcast about it. And I was like, I can not. I was not in an emotional spot yeah. to be trying to put like something yeah. like that together at the time. I, I just couldn't do it. Like, I mean, yeah. Brother Beavis, were you aware? Did you see the text later? How did this come up? Yeah, I think I slept in that day and I woke up and I had I had the text from you guys. And I also 
I had a, a, a white dude texted me about it too, so that that mm-hmm. tells you uh, <laughs> kind of the reach. It was global. Wow. It was global. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like you said, yeah. it's you didn't imagine like you know, uh, you know, obviously his decision to keep everything uh, uh, within a small circle. So oh, yeah. without any yeah. without any preparation, you know, yeah, it's like wow, I, this is not what I expected to hear when I woke up today. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's just an right. insane. And again, yes, he did keep it quiet. It, you know, it probably maybe speaks a little bit to, you know, maybe why he was, you know, didn't make that many appearances in the last couple of, um, in the last couple of movies or whatever, you know, it's just kind of spot checks or whatever in Endgame and, you know, and at the end of Infinity War or whatever, you know, he gets snapped out. But, you know, there had been a lot of talk about Black Panther too. And, you know, even though, you know, it was two years, it was 2018 when it came out, you know, there hadn't been much talk about like what the sequel or anything like that was going to be. You know, you knew it was going to be a part of the, you know, the next phase or whatever, but you hadn't really heard anything about it. There'd been some like Internet photos of him out there not looking well, you know, and I chalked it up. You know, he's just a great actor. He's probably being, you know, super method Christian Bale type shit. You know, like trying to, you know, get into some particular yeah, role. Exactly. And, you know, for that to happen, I was just, uh, I, I just, I, I, I just couldn't. And on a couple of different levels, but I'll get to that, you know, as we, you know, when we get into sort of the wrap up piece of this. But, you know, kind of thinking back to, you know, and we'll keep it to the MCU stuff because this is a, you know, a comic book podcast or whatever. You know, I mean, Brother Beavis, think back to, you know, his first appearance in Civil War. I mean, I, I mean, I, th- I think a lot of us were, especially black folks, were a little bit weary about what was going to happen with Black Panther in these movies, you know, and then they drop him into Civil War and he really knocked it out of the box. Yeah. And I think the thing that's hit me is like, I think sometimes you have such somebody who's just such a natural fit for something that you don't realize how much work's actually going into it. Yeah. <clears throat> and to hear people talk now about what it was like to, you know, the the thought process he went through and all the t- all the little things that he brought to it, uh the role. But yeah, um he's as a character in the comics, he's, you know, very enigmatic because enigmatic because he keeps a lot to himself, you know, he's he's, you know, loyal to the Avengers but also has his own agenda and sometimes that comes into conflict and I think his initial brush there where he was at odds with Captain America just because to get to Winter Soldier, I think that sort of embodied this, yeah, we're friends, but we're not friends like that. Um, And, you know, I thought it was, that was a great introduction. And I think he's also, you know, we've, we've talked about whether it's actors in a different movie or characters in a different movie, whatever. Some, you know, some people are, are good in small doses. Like we don't need a Hulk movie, right? Because the Hulk's okay as a sporting cast member, but we don't necessarily need another Hulk movie. You know, he was great as a as a role player and also as a lead for his own movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sam man, when he drops out of the you know, actually even when before he becomes like Black Panther in the in Civil War, you know, even the overhead shot where they you know, where they do the look up shot where he's at the UN or whatever, like that first introduction piece, you're just like right. you know, man, that that that's freaking T'Challa. And then when he drops in and kicks freaking yeah. uh, Bucky's ass, I mean, it, what a great scene, Salmon. <laughs> yeah, um, Civil War was so huge because, I mean, he kind of, even as great as he was in that movie, he almost kind of took a backseat to Spider-Man. Yeah. Because obviously that was the MCU Spider-Man introduction. 
but I, I'll never forget how utterly cool and how well he fit in that role completely, and, and not not even as Black Panther, but as T'Challa yeah. at first, because remember, he's at that conference with uh, Black Widow mm-hmm. and uh, King T'Chaka, mm-hmm. um, and how regal and how, um, just yeah, just the regalness, and uh, he really is T'Challa come to life, because that's how he is in the book, yeah. you know, measured, yeah. quiet, but strong, you know, and he very well... Um, portrayed that I thought and I did not think they could have done any better casting that and that, that's pretty much what Marvel Studios does anyway but yeah they really outdid themselves with that casting you know so yeah it's just yeah I'm, it was perfect I mean he goes from that movie and you know you get the teaser at the end of Civil War you know where they finally tease you know Wakanda and again to get you know <sighs> You know, I've been thinking about writing and blogging about this, but you have to think back to, like, you know, your black superheroes or whatever, like, in their portrayal in, you know, in that medium, in movie, in the movie medium or whatever. And it hasn't always been great. You know, you get your blank mans and your meteor man and, you know, you get all this dumb, I mean, you know, like movies, but like, I mean. Steel. Yeah, yeah, steel. I mean, steel. Yeah. yeah. You just, you don't care about those characters enough to whatever. But, you know, even if you hadn't read any Black Panther comic books before Civil War, by the time you got to, like, oh, they're going to do a whole Black Panther movie, and, you know, they use a wrestling term, the push that he had gotten essentially since that time, and the the series that we read from this, or before this series, you know, in, um, in that, those. What, not the Ultimates, what are those books called? Uh, with the Illuminati Avengers the, or whatever. The Illuminati series within the Avengers. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. he had gotten such right. this push, and then he comes out of Secret Wars, you know, owning the Infinity Gaunt- uh, in Gauntlet or whatever. I mean, like, this is, like, you know, they did everything possible to position him to have this movie, and, you know, people showed up and showed out for Black Panther, made billions of dollars, you know, for the MCU or whatever, and you know, and I do have my what issues with that movie's third act or whatever. But the first two thirds acts are yeah. as solid as they come for a comic book movie. Um, it's just, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I just don't know. I just could not. I did not. I'm, obviously, you don't see these things coming or whatever. But I was not ready for any of that when that happened. So, um and I'm going to take this in a different way. And I know if Hutch was on here, he'd want to do this. We're not going to be like, so what does Disney do next? I'm not doing that. Hmm. I don't care. Like, to be honest with you, I really don't. Like, I, you yeah. know, was Shuri going to take the role? I, I don't give a yeah. fuck, to be honest with you. I just don't. Like, that is so far off the radar for me. Um, and then, you know, just my little closing piece on this or whatever. Um. Look, we the, our podcast, we tend to skew two ways. We tend to skew older. You know, all our data, most of the people listen to our podcast are 38 and older. We tend to skew blacker than black. You know, you know, 80 plus percent <laughs> of the people that listen to our podcast are black or people of color. So, like, all the data tells us that or whatever. Okay, so I need to say this to those particular people. Go to the damn doctor. For real, for real. <laughs> Like, men are typically bad at this, and black men are doubly bad at it. 
Like, Extremely. yes, I'm, I'm good is not a diagnosis. I'm straight. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's been like that for years. Those are not good uh, diagnosis signs. You need to go have your sugar check. You need to go have your blood pressure check. You need to have, and then I'm, and this be me 100% overly sharing here. Like, I, I never knew that, like, black men in particular should be having colonoscopies before they're 50. Like, you're supposed to have the test before you're 50. I was like, I'm waiting. I'm turning 50 in December. I was like, well, I'm going to turn 50. I'm going to get my colonoscopy or whatever. And I'm reading, like, all this data when this stuff comes out for him. And, like, no, black people should have had that, like, five years earlier. Because the, which is a whole nother podcast, too. No, the version of colon cancer that black people get 24% worse than the one that, like, white people get. Like, how in the fudge does that happen like i knew that about breast cancer like black women get a different version of uh version of of breast cancer than white women i never knew that about that so you know i know you whatever you're gonna write you nobody wants to do it i don't want to do it either but i mean it just has to get done go to the damn doctor get checked out whatever pills that you're supposed to be taking take them damn pills regularly exercise walk whatever the hell it is that you need to do like you need to do it. Uh, I, I can't stress that enough. I, I know that's, again, not what we normally yeah. talk about on this particular podcast. But my well, goodness gracious, it's it's so vitally important. And you know, you know, he's the famous person that died. We know so many other people, you know, that have died way younger than they're supposed to. That we've grown up with or whatever. And it's, yeah, yeah, too many. Yes, too way many. too many. Uh, so, I mean, shit, he's 42. That's way too young. Oh, my God. That's just way too young. So, that's horrible. Yeah. Oh, yes. There was that. And my one thing I did forget on here, Brother Beavis, and your wife is actually the one that turned me on to it because I hadn't paid any attention to it. You know, he gave us Karen with her potato salad. The joke, she was the one that told me to lie. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He gave us I that. forgot, I about, forgot that. about that. Yeah, oh, hell no. I forgot about that. Yeah, no paprika. Which is hilarious, by the <laughs> way. It's great. That whole, that whole bit is hilarious. Yeah, that's great. Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. He gave us that, yeah. too. Just, I mean, again, an amazing actor. I've only yeah. seen a couple of his non-T'Challa roles, to be frank with you. Uh, a couple of them. That, you know, I just I, I saw good, Get On Up, which was the James Brown one. But I did not watch 42 because I didn't want to watch, you know. 42. Yeah, the rigging that. Yeah. Thorogood. Yeah, I didn't watch Thorogood for other reasons as well. You know, like, you know, he's taking on all these, you know, racially charged cases. Um, and that's very. History, yeah, historic black roles. Yeah. That it's I, difficult. Unfortunately, deal with racism. Yeah, and all it's that. difficult yeah. for entertainment yeah. purposes. A lot of times, you know, like, I don't, I want to get, I want to, you don't want to yeah. see it, but I. You don't want to relax and watch yeah, that. That's not relaxing. <laughs> you just don't, you, yeah. There's no relaxing watching. No, there's no relaxing in that situation. Yeah, I'm gonna have to really be thinking and then getting angry. I don't want to do that when I go to the movies. It's typically. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so yeah, so that yeah, that's really my anyway. my speech there. I I I I don't even know. Like I said, at some point in time, we will have that discussion about uh, what happens to Black Panther too. <laughs> sure, we'll have that conversation. Yeah. Just now ain't the time. That's basically where I'm at. Right. And that soapbox is now over. 
All right, y'all. Let's get in the house of M. <laughs> so I don't know of any other like transition that we could get to out of this. Uh, I, 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 just, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, <laughs> I had uh, just as an aside. I had to. I had to give uh, some folks some bad news one point uh, about my health, which is fine at this time. But uh, yeah. I was like, I had a whole group of people, and I was like, okay, so. Uh, I always, and when I envisioned the end of this conversation, uh, it what didn't go well. So we'll see you later. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like that's it. Okay, <laughs> just cold closed. Like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, what I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I hear people do these transitions into ads, and I'm just like, man, that was pretty brilliant. I got nothing, y'all. I ain't got it. I was like, I wish I was like, I'm going to transfer from, hey, man, black people need to get colonoscopies to, hey, man, we're on Genosha. Like, there is nothing there, man. It's, no- <laughs> it's speaking of colonoscopies. Yeah, there's no connected piece there. If you can find it, we'll insert it into this podcast because, God, dog. Yeah, wasting your, you wasting your talents if you can find a damn segue for that. Sure. Lord. Uh, All right. So, yeah. anywho, it's House of M, issue number six, y'all. Uh, the recap. All the heroes got unplugged from the Matrix. Uh, and it was a very traumatic experience, particularly for Spider-Man. Uh, the plan now is to go to Genosha and kick Magneto's ass. Spider-Bro, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah Spider-Bro, yes. Yeah, you didn't see or listen to that podcast. Spider-Bro. Yeah, Spider-Man had the freshest cut of all time. Earrings, uh, absolutely fresh and clean. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're gonna go to Genosha and kick his uh, Magneto's ass for his, all his chicanery. Uh, on Genosha, Magneto is getting ready to host a party of all the world leaders, uh, and uh, they're doing the. And, but the book ends with him looking over the grave of Charles Xavier. Um, so that was the last issue, and you know, and again, we played a game of MAGA, not MAGA, with the heroes or whatever. But pretty much all the heroes in this series have now been unplugged essentially and they're on their way to Kenosha and uh, so this book opens up with our heroes sneaking on to the helicaria to uh, take over the ship to go back to or to go to Genosha and um, Emma's using 17 different uh, mental whatevers to keep all these people um, you know that she can't see them or whatever and Jessica Drew is the leader of this particular group Getting them back onto the ship. Now, Jessica Drew is Spider Woman, right? I'm not wrong? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, and she, yeah, she is. She got a I don't know if she's Spider Woman in this universe, but she's, yeah, that's who she is. Okay, uh, so she got a push in this they don't really thing, too, right? Say. Didn't she get a push from this new Avengers thing? Like, this is why she's a big deal in 2005 and not now? Shit. Her and Captain Marvel both, I think, got pushes at the same time. And they're best friends, and. They both had books kind of at the same time. I've read some of that Spider-Woman book. It's not terrible, actually, mm-hmm. or, uh, some of it. Uh, yeah, she... It goes back and forth, but yeah, yeah. She came in New Avengers, right. and I think she featured prominently in the new or the Secret Invasion. Okay. Now that's, I think she, yeah, right. uh, spoiler alert, might have been the host for the Skrull Queen. Oh, wait. Now, this she is was. after this, though, yeah. right? This is, like, that's after this? Yeah. Um, um, I don't know for sure. I can't tell. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, I mean, I just Googles, read that because that yeah, was Secret Invasion. Okay. Yeah, that must be right. Yeah, yeah I read that, that about right. maybe maybe I read it during the pandemic. So I know within the last six months, I actually read that whole uh, thing, but I didn't check to see what the year or the date was. Um, so they sneak onto the ship. 
Welcome back, Agent Drew. Um, and then as they get onto the ship, uh, Emma's going to take over the mind of the dude that's the captain of the ship, I guess. And we're not sure where Nick Fury is in this whole process in World 2. Um, and then there's a bunch of little dialogue boxes in there about things that are being said, like on the command deck or whatever. Um, and I'm just going to out a, point out a couple of them. One, Agent Sitwell. That's from Civil War, right? And he, uh, yeah, I noticed yeah, that. The yes. ball head dude, uh, the brood are doing broody mm -hmm. things. Um, and then weapon XXXC. I, I failed Roman numerals, so it was at 40. Well, I have no idea. Uh, that's 30. I think it doesn't 30? really make sense because it would, oh, it would be 70, I guess. 70? Oh, okay. Yeah, because like C that. is a hundred. Yeah, mm. yeah. That you would uh, write it probably. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I guess there is a is fifty. Is that three hundred? No, it would be since yeah, since saw. X is smaller than C, you subtract the X's from the C. C is a hundred and X is ten, so it's okay. minus is thirty off of a hundred. I think. Man. Seventy. I guess. Hey man. Yeah, weird. Hey man, when they made the when they made the I go before the V and told me it was four, I was like, I'm out. That's basically it. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, why can't we just You're make like, four little eyes? <laughs> so, yeah, this is terrible. I don't know what's going question. on here. Yeah, this is awful. So yeah, so they take the the helicarrier and fly it somewhere over and trying to fly it to Genosha, and then we get to Genosha. And then we get the arrival of, if you look at it in the book, if you're not paying that close attention, you could easily assume that was Namor, correct, Brother Beavis? Um, is it not? Oh, it's not. Yes, so it's clearly not. you could you clearly you could easily assume that it's Namor. Mm -hmm. Well, but this is uh, Doctor Doom with his face fixed, right? Yes, his face is uh, his face is fine. Yes, yes. and also now I can't so remember if his face was okay or if this is another Wanda doing. Oh, now, I don't know about that. Like, I would assume that it is, but also, if you look at his belt, like, remember his dreams are to be in the I Fantastic Four, yeah. so this is oh, probably yeah. a Wanda-doing yeah. thing, too, as well. Um, I, I have right. my note for later, but I'll just bring it up now. I was also, like, if for part of his dream, how come Sue ain't his wife? Because <laughs> that is Good a part question. of his dream or whatever. So, um, yeah. So they arrive on Genosha. Doom is there. Uh, uh, he well, that's he probably was. not part of Sue's dream or Reed's. <laughs> yeah. So well, so, unless they come into this thing later, where the hell are the Fantastic Four? Yeah, I haven't been in any of this. Um, I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, they're this, not involved in this at all. I don't think. And this are is they? before no, the, the heroes are in the Fantastic Four. And this is before the MCU, so it's yeah. not like that. Uh, Marvel was trying to, you know, uh, job yeah. them out. So this is kind of weird. Yeah, right. So yeah, so yeah, they clearly because they're still telling X Men stories. Mm, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, they were definitely telling X Men stories. Um, and so he shows up. He's like, hey, you know, I'm glad you came. Like, hey, let's take some pictures or whatever. The, the funniest part about that is that the, the lead picture dude looks like he has a Polaroid camera. Not Polaroid, but like a very, like, whatever camera. I'm like, you know, Genosha, where's the dignitaries? Where are the big long zoom lens cameras, man? Like, you're really out there taking pictures, you know, with a disposable. And then we also start to see these things of pictures of um, 
a, a Bendis favorite of people standing in the background not talking, but there's a lot of focus on Pietro. Uh, you'll see a lot in a lot of these shots standing in the background, and then there's one close up there as the pictures are being taken. I've read ahead. Most people have read this ahead too. Um, Pietro's a dick. Um, but also, <laughs> just like his daddy. Yeah, but also, he's also a terrible character too. Can we just go and get into that as well before we move on into this book? Like he's just a terrible character. Like he's, his. They've never known. They've never known what to do with him. Yeah. It's always been like he's all over the damn place, and none of it makes any fucking sense. <laughs> never. Does. Yes, he 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 and uh. Was it uh, North Star are the worst, like of the brother sister tandems or whatever? He is. They just were like, "Hey, let's make North Star, but make him worse than Pietro." Oh, okay. But Pietro's pretty damn bad <laughs> to begin with. Like, I mean, and look at our our freaking two movie versions of him also suck. They suck <sighs> because the character brother Beavis tell yes. me, man, tell, am I talking out of turn or what? Well, they're the so the Mar- the MCU version is complete garbage. Um, but I mean, but then again, like most of his story time is tied up with Hawkeye, who is also mm. garbage. So also, yeah, so yeah, true. that and then then his totally shocking noble sacrifice. Uh, mm. Yeah, so yeah, that definitely the MCU one. The other one, like um, yeah. they, he, the first thing he suffers from is. The X-Men movie continuity is so jacked up, they can't put anybody in in their actual like context and history. So he yeah. gets like parts of his story and he and I thought the first scene where he, you know, in the room with the in the lunch lady room where he's firing off bullets, I thought that was cool. Yeah. But that's yeah. like he's that one trick right. pony. And then yeah. to do the, you know, a different version of the scene again, it was like, "Okay, this is still cool, but that's all you got." And yeah. like it, it, the way they pose his powers in that he's essentially invulnerable and unstoppable. Like they, they literally don't have to do anything if they actually mm-hmm. let him use his powers as they're shown in those scenes. I, I, I just right. never been a fan of the character in any form, like in comic books. Oh, well, I, scratch that. And I've told this story on here before the version of him in age of apocalypse where he didn't have massive daddy issues. And he was the leader of <laughs> astonishing X-Men. Like that version was pretty cool. Like he had reached his full potential as a leader because yeah. his father wasn't, you know, all didn't mess him up. Well, he wasn't but at, I mean, at, at a point, yeah. bro, he wasn't an evil despot in that version. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But at a point, bro, I mean, get some therapy and work through your issues and become a fully functioning human being. Like, stop just being like this dude, like, enough already. But we'll get to him later, most likely in issue seven. But, all right. So we get back to the Heroes headquarters. All right, Brother Beavis, your boy Cyclops is in charge here. Since MAGA Cap is not available because he's old, <laughs> Cyclops in 2005. Cyclops is well within charge in this particular situation, man. I mean, he, hey, get some food, you know. Like we got, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's your boy. That's your boy, brother Beavis. He's got like a whole page of dialogue trying to explain these fools what it's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Wolverine, Wolverine still has the nerve to take a shot at. What's the plan, Sparky? Yeah. Sparky, nice. Yeah. So fucked up. Well, well, and the funny thing too, and talking about this freaking the. 
of the artwork or whatever. Like, I mean, Copel is very good in close-ups, but the background stuff is so freaking nondescript. And it's not even like the characters are talking. They're just all standing there. You know, they're like, they're like the fake dialogue to pretend that they're talking. They're either staring off into the future or just looking away. And it's just, it's so kind of off-putting. Uh, Rogue is super pissed. And then we get a really good stalking scene, the Sandman with Luke Cage. Um, where he decides, like, hey, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. I know this ain't my world, but I'm about to call uh, Jessica Jones of this world to see what her life is about. And he finds out that she's in a couple with some dude named Scott. It's pretty stalker. Yeah. Give me yeah, the map, this, Scott. Uh, uh, kinda... <laughs> very, very well done. Yeah, this, re- this remote boot. This remote booty call that he's trying yeah. to make, I guess. I didn't understand what, like, well, okay, say you do get a hold of her. What the fuck's going to happen if you actually get her on the yeah. phone? I was kind of asking myself after he can yeah. do it. I mean, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to, like, well, you know, we're they're meant to be, and he's trying to, I don't know, make a connection with her somehow, even though that's impossible mm. in this world. So it was, it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay. Didn't make any sense, but I kind of get it, I guess. Yeah, uh, him and Spider-Man are talking because Spider-Man is not dealing with it well either, yeah. uh, even though <laughs> uh, from that last episode. And it's yeah. weird, though, because, okay, yeah. so it, let's say he did get her on the phone and he unplugged her or whatever. Is she the Jessica Jones from their world? You know what I mean? Like, or is exactly. there some just version know. of Jessica yeah. Jones that's here? Like, it just doesn't like make any sense in that regard. And his hair bothers the fuck out of me. Like, <laughs> I cannot like, even. I just yeah. cannot. Like, I just can't. Just, uh, Venice was like, man, what's some good freaking black stereotypes in two thousand and five? Oh, white beater, cornrows, <laughs> uh, freaking two, three finger rings, perfect. Put them all on him at once. So, uh, whatever. They should have should have kept him bald. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if that was after this or what. Yeah, or what? But or or a, or a fade or something. I don't something care. It's yeah, bad. This is awful. I'm not a fan of. No. Yeah, I don't like. Nope. Spider Man uh, got his haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to go to Spider Man's yeah, barber and shit. Real, man. <laughs> Get hooked up. These plaits on my head. Um. So he, he calls over there. Is, is Scott anybody that we would know? Is Scott that we know? And Scott Lang, I guess. It's maybe that Jessica Jones hooked up with Scott Lang. Uh, but Jessica Jones? Yeah. I have no idea. I, maybe. I, I don't know. Are there any other Scots yeah. that we know of? Just, I mean, I don't know any other I'm Scots. I'm trying to think. I don't yeah. yeah. All right. It's coming to mind. I, I did have this note on here, Brother Beavis. Uh, did you and because she calls an old tech alert for you young kids that listen. He calls and gets her answering machine. Okay, it's an answering <laughs> machine. Uh, that's an old tech, old tech alert. I don't know nothing about yeah, that. Uh, so, Brother Beavis, did y'all, Obsolete did, technology. did y'all ever do the couple's message, outgoing message, bro? Hell no. Okay, good to know. <laughs> The, no. Yeah, that's the worst. They were lucky if they got me on the damn phone. Yeah, that's uh, the worst. Me, my damn phone. Yeah, damn that's recorded. the worst. Yeah. The couple's outgoing. It's really bad. Hi, I'm Jessica. Hi, I'm that's Scott. Awesome. And we're not home. Oh, God. You know what? We're not friends anymore. <laughs> Just because of that. Answer. Oh, so I'm, uh, the Googles are telling me or suggesting that it's possibly Scott Lang. See, yeah. That's a, I mean, yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. 
Get that ant okay. man booty. I guess so. Yeah, well, he could make things bigger. All right, moving on. We'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle these pimp articles. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do the pimp articles come in a blue pill? That's yeah, what I need. Like, damn, Kristen Ritter. Uh, them titties looking kind of small. Let me work on that. All right. Let me put them prim particles on there. There you go. Sorry. Don't don't encourage me. Seriously. I need to be stopped. All right. Anyway, can y'all still hear me? Yes. No. Oh, okay. Yep. Sorry. I thought my phone was messing up again. All right. Yeah, Spider-Man tries to console him about that, but it didn't really work out. Anyway. All right. So, um, I got the sign here about everybody standing around with no dialogue, but then we get what I would call, Brother Beavis, uh, a Captain America speech from Cyclops. Yep. yep. I'm surprised the words, um, this is the battle of our lives, whatever it takes, didn't come out in this damn dialogue. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought there was like a sneak My... sheet that you roll out of like a, a like a Kleenex dispenser and it's just got the Captain America speech. You just pull it out. Uh, it's like, how many bubbles do you need to fill? How many panels? All right, use this one. Wait, this says something about Nazis. I'll just change that part. Yeah, yeah we'll just change it to you know, <laughs> Homo sapiens. Um, the, real quick before we get into his speech, that line from uh, Anthony Mackie, and I, I heard it was um, ad-lib about after he does the speech in uh, Winter Soldier. He's like, just do that off oh, the top yeah. of your head and you write that down. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's one of the greatest lines. I heard it was ad libbed. Yeah. I'd like to yeah. believe that it was. Like you write that down, it's just off the top of your head. Um so yeah, so Cyclops <laughs> is going to give his version of this speech. Uh basically where he's like, you know, I've prided myself on my tactical restraint. <laughs> Speech. Okay, I've had a broomstick up my ass for the last sixty-two <laughs> years of publication. Yeah. <laughs> Charles, Charles is able to browbeat me into not really using my powers for fifty <laughs> years. Um, so <laughs> I punish myself when I speak out. Yes, but the funny thing is, mm. what what are you talking? Three, five years from now, not only do we go past from <clears throat> this. We go into him literally killing Charles Xavier and turning into Racer X. At some, I mean, you know, what, five to seven years from now, where the com- character <laughs> yeah. does a complete 180. So, whatever. Yeah, the, the ruination of Cyclops. Yeah. yeah. My, yeah. My, Terrible. My note here says Cyclops gives the, if you see a bitch, hit a bitch speech. That's basically <laughs> what he does. Like, <laughs> if, if something, like, there's no time to be holding back. If something happens, this is the fight of our lives, whatever it takes, you know, does anybody disagree? And then we get into this huge debate, primarily from uh, Jessica Jones or whatever, Jessica Jones, Jessica Drake, about, you know, hey, True. is this life, yeah, is this life really that bad? Like, why are we going back, you know, to Trump's America? We could just stay here <laughs> and just deal with this. Why would, you know, why we got to go back and snap people, you know, and, and back into this reality? And, you know, they have this, you know, I mean, it's, Several pages of dialogue, at least from the people that actually can talk. But, you know, I mean, Brother B, the same man, what do y'all think of this whole, you know, should we go back and kill baby Hitler situation? Mm. You go first, people, so I don't even know what to say. Well, I think that, you know, I it, perhaps they felt like if this is a logical question that people are going to ask, maybe we need to ask it. I think that... Um, 
you know, to take somebody who is kind of marginal at best and have them do it, uh, maybe that's questionable. And then I think, you know, Wolverine kind of kind of shuts her up pretty mm. loud. Yeah. But, like, because they got history, it's not too rough, I guess. But, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I don't know, just, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it just, it comes out of, like, kind of nowhere. And my note here is, like, this is probably a conversation that should have been had in the last episode yeah. or issue. Because it would have seemed like more of a logical time to have it. Like, well, well now we're going to go kick Magneto's ass and we're on the way to go do it. Maybe have this conversation before we go and do that. Like, hey, you know, show of hands, draw some straws. Like, should we go and do this? Is this the reason that we have to go and do it? But also, as I said before, this is the plot for Endgame. It is. All right, we're going to go back and we're going to go kick this dude's ass and we're going to snap the freaking snap the fingers again and then we're going to go back to our regular world. I mean, Spider-Man literally says it. Like, he says, what does he say? Oh, hold on. Evidence somewhere. I'm sorry, I want to know, are we going to go to, to try and put the world back? Or can we put the world back? Or This is Endgame. Or is it too late? Yeah, this is Endgame. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm just kind of like, was like, oh, okay, we got the Cyclops, whatever it takes speech. We got the idea of the plot for Endgame, so I'm sure we're going to get some version of that. But, you know, three teams? How many teams did they have in freaking Endgame? Yeah. Was it more than three? Uh, wasn't it three? I think it was three, three teams. Yeah. Right, we got New York, yeah. Asgard, and the space team. Uh-huh. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah the, the Guardian team. Space they team. did they split the space right? team into two immediately, but yes. yeah. And they stealing yeah. from themselves, but they stealing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's basically it. I was, just, I was just reading this, and I was just like, hey, man, I think I watched this the other day. Um, so James Martin Cyclops, by the way, just keep a running track of how many times you look at, um, Catwoman's, is it, or Black Cat's abs, like, whatever her name is. Like, it's just, <laughs> I mean, pretty much every shot, there's no chance that they don't show, like, her stomach. I mean, if she's in the shot, that stomach is showing. Um, so, <laughs> just, I mean, every page you scroll, I mean, she's just there. Well, that's just, how you, that's how you tell, uh. That's how you tell her from Gwen Stacy. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, I got. Because it. they both have the white hair and the headband, but yes. the abs are on. The on abs. Jessica that's Hardy. what it is. Yes. You know, what you call it had kids, so maybe she hadn't, you know, gotten to the gym yet. You know, she had Spider Man's, whatever child that you would call it from this world. All right. So. Uh, yeah. So they have this whole talk or whatever. You know, what if we have to live here forever? You know, will we know, like, this whole thing or whatever. And, yes, you did bring up the part with Wolverine shutting this down with her. You said they have a history. I didn't know anything about that. Well, I mean, so they're both agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they just uh, probably. something. Yeah. Yeah. They fight the hand. Wolverine's got a history to everybody in Mm. (laughs) S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, wasn't she created by the hand or fights the hand or some shit like that? Yeah, she was some craziness about her being an agent. Uh, Hydra agent or something. Oh, Hydra. A uh, shield agent or something. I yeah, something. I don't remember. It's crazy. Hmm. I do remember that. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Look at all the people just standing around though, just watching this. You know. Just you know, hey, let's just like if you look at it all the dialogue. Emma keeps dropping in this. You know, are we gonna put you know snap the world back? Well, we'll know when we get there. You know, what if he doesn't have the stones? Well, we'll know when we get there. 
Um, you yeah. know, I mean, this is, I mean, this is pretty much it. You know, I, I can't, I'd be surprised to believe that they didn't read some version of this while they were thinking about that. And Spider-Man gets so upset he has to walk out. Um, and Kitty's like, I've never seen him like this. I'm like, well, he'll get it together. I'm like, what relationship would Spider-Man and Kitty Pride have in any way? I'm like, seriously. Well, I mean, think uh, of any book that you've they... ever read, like where they've had, I mean, I'm sure they've had conversations, but like, why would they have any where she would know anything about Spider-Man? Yeah, because Firestar took the Kitty Pride role on Spider-Man and the Amazing Friends featuring the X-Men. There you go. So, I mean, <laughs> so right. that's out. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have no they have no history yeah. other than you know just talking mm-hmm. casually. That's it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Spider Man is one of those crossover characters everybody knows him. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing there's kind of something like that. I guess, but I don't know. Other than that, mm-hmm. uh, the one thing coming out of this whole thing. Oh, there's her abs again. Um, the one thing coming out of this as we get to the end is that it took me out the first time I read it, and then when I read it the second time, it took me out again. Like, Cyclops was like, are y'all done bitching? Three teams! <laughs> he's, like, he's, so, <laughs> he's so upset. Yeah, he's been kind of a in that panel. I've not noticed that, too. Like, y'all, coming out. He's like, y'all done bitching? Yeah, it's three teams! I gotta get this plan out, man. I can't say this speech again. Oh, my God. It took me completely out. Oh, my God. So, three teams, damn it. Uh, so, the rest of the book is kind of intermixes in between, you know, what's going on at the freaking... I, I really thought that I was going to scroll one of these panels and see, this is, I'm dating myself, Joan Rivers on the red carpet asking these people, well, well what are you wearing? Um, you know, who are, who are you wearing? Yeah, who are you wearing? You know, uh, so, who are you wearing? Yeah, and so it's the House of Magnus. It's their big night. They finally got some good cameras. They didn't have fucking Jimmy Olsen out there taking pictures of Dr. Doom uh, as they're going through here. Mm. Um, and then as the hovercraft, uh, or hovercraft, the helicarrier, you know, is overlooking the whole event. Um, uh, we get, you know, some introductions of people starting to come in. Our first guest is T'Challa, and again, this is 2005. I don't think they knew what they were doing with T'Challa in 2005. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're they like, no hey, idea. they're like, hey, Black Panther should probably be in this, you know. And they give him the, you know, the tribal African gear, which is kind of. <sighs> We'll just skip it. And, um, you know, and then they get the introduction there for T'Challa. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, you know it, 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 for them to have eventually to come around and be like, hey, you know, you're from the most advanced technological, you know, African nation in the world. But, hey, you know what? We're going to send you out in your tribal gear. I, 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 you're walking a line there. Yeah. You're walking a line. Like, I understand. I, I, yeah, I get it. And it's not like, you know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. and again, is, is Wakanda the most technologically advanced nation in this world? Is that Black Panther's wish so he could be oh. back to his, air quotation, his roots? You know, I want to be fucking with this vibranium. You know, I want to be doing something else. Like, yeah, yeah you know. All right. So, also, so as this shot as Cyclops is getting the talk, there's a Tony Stark, uh, like sighting there, Brother Beavis. Um, and he doesn't make, he doesn't talk at all. 
three years from now, you won't be able to shut any <laughs> start up. <laughs> this is yeah. This is this is pre-popular Tony this Stark. This is pre-MCU. Um, this is back when pre-MCU Tony Stark. Yeah, he was a um, secondary Avenger at best back then. You know, everybody knew who he was, but he was not popular. It's um, it's strange to think of now. It is. You know, how, yes. how much that movie literally completely changed the character. You know, it's um. The X-Men were always popular, even before they had movies, mm -hmm. but he wasn't. Yeah. Captain America's kind of the same, but before Chris Evans got a hold of that character, yeah. he yeah. was just, yeah, I mean, everybody knows Cap. Everybody loves Cap, yeah. but that was it, you know, and now everybody loves Cap, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, the, everybody loves Tony. The movies gave him a definite push yeah. or whatever, but I'm just like, man, like, Tony Stark, you know, sometimes co-founder of the Avengers is literally sitting here taking orders from James Marsden. Um, I, I, and <laughs> without a word, yeah. like without not, not a quip, not, nothing. But three years from now, you can forget it. And Cyclops is sticking in the corner, man, doing absolutely nothing. Or to the point where they have to wind up turning him around completely and killing him. Uh, or killing the character, at least. Yeah. So, all right. So anyway, so Doctor Animal Strange yeah. and uh, Emma are going to try to, you know, they're hiding everybody and they're going to try to, Doctor Strange is going to try to work his magic or whatever when he gets to see her. Uh, the, the Red Guard is, of Magneto are out there already looking suspicious about what's going to happen. And then, might I say this, as I'm going to say every single time that he shows up in every single freaking miniseries that we have. All right, hey, Cloak, you go teleport some motherfuckers. Because that's really all that you can do. <laughs> that's all he can and do. All he can do. Have you ever? Has he, you ever seen that motherfucker even throw a punch? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember seeing him do anything else. We read so Apparently, War. he's got like other powers, right? Yeah. I guess. Not these books. We read the original Civil anything, War. Guess, all he did was teleport people all over the place. This is the big ass cloak. That's it. That's all he can do. Wow. And they're like, oh, that's yeah. What he is. He's going to be the funny part. He's going to be the only one of these people that's going to generally get some version of dialogue when we get to the end of the book. Cloak! Cloak. <laughs> Cloak has more dialogue. Cloak has more dialogue than Black Panther in this book. Cloak. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Seriously? Come on, man. This is. Uh, come on, man. This. That's all he does. Every time, every time he shows up in a crossover, I'm like, well, somebody's about to get teleported. Um, I, I, eventually, Sandman, Coke's gonna meet a freaking Black Goliath death in a crossover. It's <laughs> it's inevitable, man. <laughs> it's inevitable. He usually oh, almost has a horrific death right before the end of the story if it gets undone. Like mm. his atoms get scattered all mm. over, he yeah. stretches too far, some shit like that. But it's always in books where like oh, the reality God. unravels and he gets put back. Yeah, that's awful. I still haven't gotten over that Black Goliath death and the sight of him <laughs> in the gigantic body bag in chains. I like really, y'all, really. Uh, I still haven't forgiven him for that bullshit. Oh god, they do that shit to cloak too. Yeah, I'm out. For, for, <laughs> fucking for new <laughs> listeners, please go I back and check the archives because uh, we did review that. And uh, yeah, 
it had a long-lasting effect on us. <laughs> uh, as Big Hutch called him, uh, as Chris, Big Hutch called him, the Christmas addicts of uh, the Civil War. <laughs> oh, he does have his problems, but that was definitely one of his better lines. All right, so um, Jesus. Uh, so next up is the King of Latveria. It's uh, Doctor Doom as he makes a second appearance. Uh, all cloaked out. Don't really see. Oh, side brother topic. I did go because it's on Disney Plus. I watched the Alba Fantastic Four, the first one, because it, it just popped up on Disney Oof. Plus a couple of days ago. I was bored. Uh. My wife was bored. And I was like, "Well, you've never seen this." I spot check seen it. It's it's bad. It's really like those Spider Man movies from that era. It's not bad. good. Yeah, I mean, it's there's worse yeah, movies, yeah. but it's not great. I mean, oh, yeah. that's all you can really say, but. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it's almost average. Yeah. And that's possibly a yeah. good, a good thing you could say about it. Probably the worst thing about it is the almost. casting is just so bad, like all around, like basically, like they didn't. I yeah. mean, save for Johnny Storm, they didn't get any of the characters right. Like that's. that's I thought Michael Chiklis was all right. Yeah. <laughs> you think? Yeah, but I mean, they probably should have. He was okay. Yeah, you couldn't CGI, I guess, a whole character back in, in two thousand, whatever that was, but. No. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I I hear what you're saying, but like it just because they I mean, CGI'd him in Fant Four Stick and yeah. and made him not wear pants, but didn't give him a dick. So <laughs> I watched that also not that much long ago as well, and that's really not good either. But the worst part about it is um at the end. Did y'all see the, through the whole thing? I don't know if you even remember any of the dialogue. What, Fan like, Four Stick? I sat through it. Which, yeah, yeah, no, where, well, where, Fan Four Stick? Yes. When, when, uh, at the end, he, was, and Reed goes, yeah. um, he's like, or no, thing oh, is yeah, like, the, oh, yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. He's like, what did you say? Like, what you say? Yeah, it's like, yeah. like, oh, that's a good name for the team. <gasps> Run credits. I'm like, you know what? We're done here. You should be, it was, yeah. it was horrible. You should be called Wasp. All right. Um, so he shows up, and then we get uh, for whatever reason. I mean, maybe it comes up in a uh, don't spoil it a moment. Uh, Genis Vale, the delegate from the Kree Empire. Like, okay, any reason why he would show up? Anybody got that one? He's the replacement for Captain Marvel, or sometimes the ne- the like nephew or descendant yeah. or some shit like that. Mm. Is, is is he a Nova or? A- no, he's Cree. He's, yeah, uh, he's Cree. Because at first, that's what I thought he. That's what I thought he was at first when I looked at his helmet. I was like, okay, who is he again? Novas or a new Nova or yeah, mm. but it was just another. But why uh, would Cree? Yeah. Yeah, why would they need to come I don't know. to Genosha? Yeah. Was the Cree getting out of this trade negotiations? Uh, it's kind of curious. Is he assigned to Earth or something? I don't know. Maybe he's a representative on Earth or something. Mm. I don't know. It's strange. Uh, next up, Princess of Kenya, Aurora. Okay, so is this her wanted fantasy? Aurora does does not pass the sexy lamp test in this book. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, we haven't seen her since, what, issue one? Right? Like, yeah. I think she showed up to buy her yeah, clothes right. from Wasp or whatever. So, you know, she doesn't, you know, she's a part of the House of M, um, I guess. But, or not House of M. Like she's, she? No, she's not part of House of M. She's part of whatever royals that are 
oh, kowtowing to the house oh, yeah, of M. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Never seen her as a princess of Kenya yeah. royalty. Yeah, any other. But is that her yeah, fantasy? The first time I've seen is that. that her like? Oh, that her wish? Like she doesn't want to be an X Man. She doesn't. Her want, dream. Yeah, that yeah, she doesn't want to do any of that. She just wants to be, you know, a princess of a country. Like that just seemed kind of weird in and of itself because it kind of came out of left yeah, field. Yeah, that too. seemed a little strange. Hmm. Yeah. And then King I don't know. <laughs> Namor of Atlantis, he shows up. Uh, again, mm. I say this again. How is uh, Sue not his wife in his fantasy world? Too? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I mean, well, is, none, of, none of the Fantastic Four are here at all, mm -hmm. though. So I don't know. They maybe I know they had a no Fantastic Four rule but not for a now. while, but not now. Yeah, it's pre. This but is I don't know if that's. Yeah. I don't think that's. They, this is. This is. Is this two thousand? Oh, two thousand five. Yeah, this is yeah, pre this MCU. Is, uh, what, three years. Yeah. Three years before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to talk about the fact that Namor is fucking a squid bitch. And we're just going to let that go, huh? Uh, is she an octopus? <laughs> what the f Yeah, I, see, I, I thought that was her damn dress, but mm -hmm. maybe that's no. her legs or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, go on, Namor. Get that squid ass. Yeah, Na well, uh, uh, let, let's. Uh, Namor would be into some freaky shit like that. And you know, it's like, okay, so you wouldn't think like, you know, Aquaman. You'd probably not out like fucking fish and shit. Namor definitely would. He would go out and like have sex with all the fish like that. He could like he's just <laughs> freak. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't envision Aquaman doing that, but I definitely could see Namor being like, look, I'm king of this sea bitch. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, so they're going to uh, keep the House of Magnus occupied. Uh, so, yeah. And then they find their, you know, gathered royal guests. We introduce you, the House of Magnus. And then we get to finally see all of Magneto and his bastard children. Um, and we never deal. <laughs> what? And, and yeah, how come she could bring back, like, all these people, whatever? How come she didn't bring back her mom to, like, this <laughs> process? You know? Yeah. Like, that would be... I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, like, That's I'm true. like... Yeah. And then these two little bastard children, man, they are scary looking. Like, are those are her kids. They some omen-looking omen looking Damien shit. Yeah, yeah man. That, that does not look... Uh, they don't look... <laughs> they don't look normal. No. <laughs> or as normal as it gets, you know, mm. for these people, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> and, um... It's a scary picture, period. Lorna Dane has on way too many clothes. Let's just leave that. After <laughs> last issue's appearance, um, way too many clothes. That's just all I'm saying. Hmm. Magneto was like, can you put some clothes on for the party? <laughs> Come on, man. Bro. I'm, I'm hosting Namor. You put your titties up, girl. A, yeah, I know, I'm know. i hosting Namor. I know you're not a fish and all, but damn. I mean, jeez. <laughs> Come on. He might be attracted to something. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, we see Scarlet Witch there, her face mostly covered, and we don't get any dialogue from any of this particular situation. But, you know, it's the House of Magnus, y'all. And then, out of nowhere, which makes no sense to me, it's the Iron Man Sentinel that begins to attack. But why and how? So I'm assuming that there's a thing there where the helicarrier's there, and they just launch it off the helicarrier towards him because they could... 
Anybody got any theories on that one? Distraction? Anybody got any yeah, theories? Yeah, I think that's, that's all I figured. Yeah, it's just a distraction, so they could... Distract him and, yeah, okay. and then attack from another angle or something. I don't know. Something like Cyclops that. getting all tactical. Didn't make much sense to me. Mm. Well, just, I mean, yeah. there's no explanation of it, that's all. So, I mean, I guess you don't have to explain everything. Father! Now, is Lorna using her powers there? Is this because she's stretched? Or maybe that's... Is that her dress? Does she got on wings? It like, looks like they're both floating, that's so... Her, her, her oh, okay. arms are raised. Yeah, okay, so they're both... Yeah, usually they are yeah. floating. Yeah. Magneto looking like Captain Crunch. She's helping him. Magneto looking like Captain Crunch in that jacket. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, oh my god, they say. He stops them, and then here we go. Here's the attack, y'all. Comic book fight! Comic book fight! Comic book fight! Um, okay, so look who's front and center, though. Yep. Wolverine. Oh, you know who it is. Yeah, it's our favorite. It's our favorite. It's Wolverine. Wolverine show. Yeah, I have a couple of notes. Look at Black Cat's abs. Look and at Rogue, Rogue, abs. Rogue apparently yeah. borrowed a shirt she from is. the Black Cat. Yeah, she did. Yeah, but she ain't got Kitty's like still dressed for school. She's got to get back <laughs> to class when this is over. <laughs> Hitching a ride on Nightcrawler. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with She-Hulk because she, Hulk, cause she yes, literally she, like yes, uh, she's... boob boob busting. Yes, <laughs> through, through her shit. Yes, I mean, for sure. Come, damn, come on. Bro. Yeah, that's that. I'm yeah. I'm not mad, but yeah. Uh, and then I, I ain't mad. Yeah, nondescript, I'm a nondescript. Yeah. Danny Rand is still there in his tracksuit. Um, that's <laughs> not green and yellow, which is just <laughs> terrible. Um. Uh, Luke Cage is not even. Yeah, at least we know Luke it was Cage him. is not even looking at the freaking the battle or whatever. He's off to the side. Freaking Daredevil is looking at the battle, but allegedly he can't see it. So I, I don't. Is that is that Doctor Strange then? Because that can't be Tony not in Iron Man armor. Yeah, it is though. That's okay. Tony. What, isn't that Tony Stark? Yeah, the, uh, Doctor Strange is out like uh, holding off everybody's mental capacities. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I know. Comic book fight. Comic book fight. Strange. Yeah. They. Yeah. It's just weird. And then yeah. even Toad is centered in this. Like, who the hell was like, oh, you know what? We should give Toad so, some play work, some play in this too. We killed Misty Knight, but we kept Toad. Wow. All right. Uh. So yeah, it's a comic book fight. <laughs> um. You know, it is what it is. You know, there's fighting and fighting and fighting going all over the place. I mean, that's basically what it is. Uh, I don't really see anything. Rogue gets all mad, and you get a come here, sugar. And she goes and attacks. I, <laughs> that's, I think that's Dr. Doom. I think. But again, it's hard. But he's got pointy ears, so that might be Navor. So it's really hard to tell because they kind of dress them alike. He's got the, I don't know. He goes, the unhand me you disgusting. Oh, yeah, unhand me you disgusting could be either one of them. Oh, they, that's both Namor. of them could have said. It's Namor, <coughs> you think? Yeah, because yeah, he's got he's that's got little fins Namor. on his sleeve. Okay. Yeesh. His name does Yeah. No, that's Namor. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, the conclusion of the book gets us, you know, as this is going on and there's a battle going on, and we get to Xavier's grave. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> because somebody took a, a Uber cloak, cloak Uber to the, yeah, exactly. to the <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're kind of rating hours you got at this time to be, you know, goobering or cloaking all over freaking uh, Genosha. Um, and they're like, what's that noise? It's the fight. 
Is that screaming? Layla sucks. I, 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 there's going to be a deep dive on where Layla is now at some point, too. Um, you know, and so Cloak gets them there. By the way, Wes McCall is still dressed if she had just gotten back from her accounting job as well. Emma Frost. Mm-hmm. And she's been unplugged yeah. and she's got on a yeah. Lord and Taylor suit, too. She's, still, um, she's not wearing her little white, white queen number. Yeah. She's usually wearing. Well. I mean, I guess, I mean, because I, I wondered that when I was reading the book, too. I was like, why well, people aren't in their uniforms? But I guess they wouldn't be in their costumes, really, except for Spider-Man. Um, and I guess She-Hulk could turn green, you know, it, you know, interchangeably or whatever. But as they go to the, to the site or whatever, they see the memorial garden. You know, he died so Genosha could live. And, you know, Emma, like, breaks down, you know. I mean, again, um, is this not Endgame? Where are the stones? Um, Where are the stones? <laughs> oh no! Yeah. What does this mean? Where's Rocket? The, yeah, where's Rocket? Uh, no, yeah, no. Well, where, yeah, there's. Where are the stones? It's very similar. Yeah, it's misdirect. Yeah, it's like oh, the, the stones are gone. Where are the stones? Where's Xavier? He's he's not here. Mm-hmm. He's gone. There we go. He's gone. Does uh, issue seven open with but the same? Does it what? Does issue seven open with five? Years later. <laughs> yeah. Big block letters. Um, Imagine that. Uh, I don't know. The shot of Cloak standing behind him was a little off-putting too. It's like that. It's it's. I mean, it maybe it's meant to be creepy, but it's pretty creepy. Um, just him standing there without his face in there. Like that's just a creepy shot. Um. And so they don't know, like, what does it mean? And then, like, I don't know. And, you know, and Emma just breaks down. Okay, I have problems here with this. Okay. <laughs> not that she could, oh. not that Emma could, like, see into the dirt or whatever. Like, because I know that's not her powers or whatever. <laughs> but also, leader of Generation, was it Generation X, her own school that they ran into yeah. the ground? Like, I mean... At yeah. no point in time, tactically, she'd be like, hey, Cloak, I know you can do these types of things. Could you cloak yourself into the ground and see if he's in there, you know? <laughs> or, like, hey, you know, I'm right. sensing, you know, I'm searching for him or whatever. I'm not even experiencing him on the psychic plane or, like, something. Like, uh, just the automatic uh, uh, whatever is to just break down and cry. Like, I just, I didn't really buy that. Um, Which is out of character for her, too. Kind too. Of, yeah, like, uh, why is she so she's whatever? Yeah, I mean, and I don't think it's maybe it's not necessarily Xavier, just the fact that, you know, our whole plan was to get the stones and, you know, snap everybody back. So <laughs> since that's not possible, right. then everything is, you know, shitty or whatever. So I get that part. But, as, you know, as a tactical leader, which they have made her in this book and future books as well, like, it seems like her first goal wouldn't have been to just break down, like, you know. Let's move this stone like Jesus, you know, something. Do something to, like, you know, confirm this dude's death. You know, he could be walking around for the next 44 days and, you know, making appearances, you know, before he ascends. Um, uh, So, yeah, so uh, Cloak goes into the ground and, you know, it is freaking Jesus allegory here. He's not there, you know. The the tomb was empty, Mary. Um, Just nothing, just dirt. There's nothing here. Xavier's not here. It's not over yet. And that's how the book ends. When I was reading this, I was just like, is there no more pages after this? Really? This is how this book ends? I was like, <laughs> it's a rush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, all right. You know, and then that was the end of that one. I mean, <laughs> uh, 
cliffhanger. Well, yeah, I get it. And, yes. and again, we've talked about this before. It, the pacing on this particular series is a little bit off. Um, like I thought that there would be something a little bit more to this than what they ended with, uh, but they didn't. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. You know, and again, having read ahead, you know, the big reveal is in issue seven. I don't, I haven't read issue eight yet, you know, but you get the huge reveal about, you know, the real villain of this particular miniseries or whatever. But I just, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, people hold yeah. this in some high uh, esteem, Sandman, this miniseries. And I've just been kind of, I wouldn't say I'm underwhelmed. I'm just, I guess, whelmed. Yeah, I guess it's more of a thing of um, what's going to happen. I don't want to spoil anything other than that. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's 15 years. Then, um, what, what, yeah, then what, uh, basically what's happened up until now. Yeah. You know, it's been, I'll say it, it's been a little, it's been a little underwhelming. Yeah. You know, like I explained before, like uh, I wish we saw more from Magneto's uh, viewpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the, um, uh, then we saw like just all the heroes all, Basically, gathering up all the heroes and um, okay, we got to do the thing. Mm. We got to do the thing to stop, you know, the thing. You know, just <laughs> MacGuffin. Yeah. Let's let's stop the MacGuffin. Let's get the MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> and that's basically but three teams. What it's been, and that's about it. Yeah. yeah three teams. Yeah. This is pre uh, pre pre end game. Mm-hmm. You're right about a lot of it. So you can exchange a couple things and it's in game. Yep. Yeah. And I was also, we're, I mean, we'll spoil the hell out of Brother Beavis. You know, this obviously leads to no more mutants, you know, when we get through the finish of this thing. But, and again, I wasn't totally reading comic books at this particular time because my son had just been born. Um, <laughs> looking back at the books that I've read, this was a terrible time for, like, the, no more mutants may have freaking ended the dang on X-Men. Like, you know, the momentum yeah. that they had as being a successful comic book franchise yeah. was freaking damaged by this crap. Yeah, it's it's weird to think about how much of a, how significant what the um, mutants were to the Marvel Universe. Like you said, like, this basically is about them. Cyclops is the leader. Tony Stark doesn't even speak. But it's amazing to think about how significant they were and then how they got kind of just flushed for i guess jealousy i mean Mm. it was just this whole like you know i was surprised that the avengers centric mcu worked out i was as surprised as anybody but it didn't have to be at the expense of the uh of the uh mutants and the x-men but it 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 doesn't make sense that you don't have to do anything in the comics that 90 percent of the people that go to the movies don't read the comics so it doesn't matter Yeah, they they were basically mm-hmm. living off the backs of the X Men, and this is pretty much the beginning of the end of that. Yeah, I mean they really, you know, yeah. again they use a wrestling term. They are going to bury the X Men here, and it's going to lead to multiple years of, oh man, we probably need to go back and retcon that and that. Oh wait, we're gonna try to do some. Oh no, we knew had to go back and fix that too. Like a li- essentially, literally over the next fifteen years to try to fix it back. I mean, we just did freaking House of M and whatever, and that's probably gotten it back to its first stable point. And even now, it ain't, I, I'm reading some of those books here and there, and ain't that stable anymore. But at least it's gotten to a point of like, oh okay, 
at least we know what this is now, and it's not like hot shot in a title wrestling term off of, you know, just different creative teams over there, restart here, nostalgia's book here, like, and doing all these things. They just, I mean, it's all over the place. And so I know that, you know, there's no more mutants thing was supposed to be like this jumping off point that I think that they thought was going to be something, but it wound up becoming such a slippery slope that they freaking... I mean, like, and they buried the X-Men here. Yeah, they just, they took all the shine that they had on them at this particular time and just killed it. Mm -mm. It was like, oh, well, they're messing up in the books. We can go back and fix it. Then the Avengers or whatever get so popular in those books. And then the licensing issues with Fox or whatever. Like, oh, well, now we got to make the new mutants. They're important. And then everything just died. So, um yeah, just um, it, it, it's yeah. a good look back in that regard. And like I said, I know, like, oh, you know, this is such a big momentous moment coming up here, uh, you know, in the next two issues. But just overall, yeah, very whelming. Not over, not under, <laughs> just whelming. So, all right. Well, yes. Yeah. All right. So that kind of wraps up issue number six. Uh, of the Marvel Hacks. Uh, remember, you may find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, wherever you get your podcasts and whatnot. Uh, shout out to the folks at um, the Florida Geek Scene. Uh, I don't want to shout the guy's name out um, on here. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. But the guy that's in charge of it, you know, he reached out to me on Instagram or whatever. He's like, hey, you know, sing your podcast, listen to your guys' podcast. And it's uh, like a, a group of like things that, you know, podcasts or blogs or whatever that happen in the state of Florida. He's like, you guys should be on here. And I had to learn how to use WordPress, which I'm not good at. Uh, so over the time, it took like two plus days to be able to post one thing on there. Uh, so you can find the podcast on there. Go check out Florida Geek Scene, floridageekscene.com. Uh, they're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and all that. It's at Florida Geek Scene. So check those guys out. Uh, they do good work on there. So that's it. So uh, as the X-Men, the animated series, starts to play us out, I am the producer of this podcast. I'm signing off. Uh, Sandman, go ahead and sign off. All right, people. Enjoy the uh, holiday weekend. Stay safe. And we will see you on the the next episode. Yeah, for sure. Well, maybe we can sneak in a podcast with all this extra time off. Uh, Probably. Uh, Brother Beavers, go ahead and sign off. (laughs) See you guys next time. All right, we'll see everybody on the other side. Peace. Peace.